Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am 24. This is my podcast, 24's podcast. We're back. Late night show, late night episode. Talk about a lot of different stuff. God, Olivia Rodrigo's newest album is awesome. We'll talk about that tomorrow and a little bit today. We'll talk about all of the games that happened this weekend as well as the Minnesota Vikings versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Just finished watching that. Wanted to talk about it before getting onto the podcast or after or I don't know. I'm tired. It's late. I'll talk about a lot of different things today, ladies and gentlemen, right here. 24th podcast. Awesome, awesome track by Olivia Rodrigo, ballad of a homeschool of a homeschooled girl. Look, I ride hard for certain artists, right? For certain artists, I ride hard because I have seen, I have looked mediocre. I mean, I have looked it in its eyes in regards to music. Especially now with Music Matters and how often I listen to albums now. I've looked okay music in the face and I have been unsatisfied. Okay? So when an artist, particularly a young artist, comes in with a very, very stellar performance. Stellar record. Stellar two records, really. 
I will fucking defend that artist to the ends of the motherfucking earth. Kendrick Lamar, Billie Eilish, Lord, Taylor Swift, Olivia Rodrigo, Beyonce, some of the, like on and on and on, some of the greatest artists slash musicians of Nirvana of our time coming out with stellar music at different ages for sure. Some of them older, some of them younger, but especially this new generation of pop stars, Olivia Rodrigo, Billie Eilish are just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And I, I will always fucking ride for those two lovely ladies. Cause they're putting out dope traps, man. Dope, dope trap, not traps, tracks. Sorry. I'm a little bit tired. A little bit. Anyways, great song, Ballad of a Homeschool Girl, Homeschooled Girl, God, that song is so relatable, every single time I step outside, it's social suicide, wanna curl up and die, it's social suicide, like, god damn, bar, za, bars, man, she's just amazing, 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 artists <sighs> anyways i wanted to talk about a couple of different things and then i'll peace out oh by the way first and foremost didn't have a podcast last night got home at like 11 had to do my homework of course actually i didn't do my homework until technically thursday morning and then i was like like by thursday morning i mean like three o'clock in the morning is when i woke up to do it and then I was just so tired that I was like, let me just sleep more. I'll sleep in tomorrow because I don't have to go to school tomorrow. Thank God. But, um, what was I saying? But, um, yeah, that's why we're going to have this podcast late. And that's why it is late because I was just like, yeah, I'm exhausted and tired and stuff like that. Oh, gosh. I was going to pop onto the podcast Wednesday because tragedy, tragedy fell before me. I've been buying a bunch of shit lately because of how often I've been working. Um, if you've been a podcast listener, I, I won't get into work because everybody knows it. If you've listened to the podcast for the last two to three weeks, you know that I've essentially been like swamped with work and I've I've just been exhausted, but the good thing about working or being overworked is that you should get paid more and I have gotten paid more and I'm waiting. It's like almost one o'clock in the morning. Now I'm waiting for my paycheck to drop because as soon as it drops, I'm going to buy a bunch of other shit as well. But I was really, really worried. I was really, really worried. I wanted to get this new Witcher 3 soundtrack on vinyl it's the last run from space lab nine who's essentially had the license to make this damn soundtrack or i guess to distribute it or to have the retailer regardless they they sold out absolutely sold out i was mega pissed off about it because i was finally about to get it and literally i learned about this this week and i was like i gotta get it i gotta get it and so I was like, okay, I'll I'll get it. 
and it sold out sometime in the middle of the week like it always does and so of course i was like i was just absolutely disappointed and freaking out because i wanted to scratch this vinyl off of my list of vinyl that i've always wanted but haven't gotten and it it it, it was gone absolutely gone i was very annoyed and then to make matters worse departure the Nuja Best soundtrack that I have been waiting for. That I've been plotting and planning on getting. That got snatched up like a day or two ago as well. And so all of these purchases that I was going to make are now just completely and utterly gone. And I'm up a creek without a paddle. But as luck would have it. Uh, it wasn't that big of a deal because I found another seller who is probably going to give me a better price on Departure, the Samurai Shampoo soundtrack. Turntable Lab still has Impression, which is the other vinyl that I have, which, hold on. The reason why I'm getting Impression, let me show you why. God, man. What is it? Oh, by the way, I, I also got my new keyboard as well it's it's awesome i'm not gonna lie to you hold on let me find that song it was like the reason why i i wanted to get it and i played it on the last podcast because it like it blew my mind with how awesome it was and i was just like damn i gotta get it like hearing this song made me like want to actually go out and get samurai shampoo on blu-ray let me play a little bit of it for you let me play a little bit of it for you. Here it is. You get it, right? It's awesome. It has that kind of nice, slow rhythm to it. Uh, it's in Japanese, and the singer, I don't even know what the hell she's saying, but it sounds absolutely gorgeous, absolutely beautiful. It sounds like a somber love story song. I don't know. It really, I, I don't know her the lyrics because I, I don't speak Japanese. But that was the reason why I wanted to get that. But then... What was it? Space Lab 9. I guess they they saw the demand and they heard me bitching and moaning from uh, from miles and miles and miles away. And so they did something cool where they are going to essentially sell the edition that I wanted, the purple one, the final one. But it's supposedly going to be damaged and it's going to be $30 off, which I don't I don't mind at all. It's like, what is it? Scratch and dent on copies. These remaining, and it's all underlined, by the way. It's like, these remaining sets are being offered at a discount due to minor creasing to the jacket, but are still fat, but are still factory shrink-wrapped and brand new. All sales are final. I'll take that. I don't mind creasing on the jackets. 
it gives them character. It makes them look like vinyl. Vinyl is supposed to be an old music form. Not everything is supposed to be spanking new, shiny, all that good stuff. I like a little bit of a crease. Especially if it takes $30 off the original price. I'm like, I, and I really like creases. Especially, is it minor creasy? Minor creasy? I'm like, yes. Yes, please. Jesus Christ, I will take minor creasing. Anyways. That's some of the stuff kind of going on off of, uh, off or outside of the podcast. I'm tired, so forgive me if I'm not super coherent this afternoon. Or technically in the morning. I am coherent enough to talk about the Vikings versus the Eagles, and I'll try and go through this as fast as humanly possible because I'm tired. You're probably tired. You're, I'm a couple of days late, et cetera, et cetera. So I'll kind of go through this as quickly as humanly possible for both of our sakes here. So today, reason why this podcast was so late was because I was watching the Vikings and the Eagles, and I didn't give a prediction on the Vikings and the Eagles because I didn't podcast yesterday. I kind of hoped that the Vikings was going to win, so that way I could go on the podcast and be like, I predicted that the Vikings were going to win, but I also wanted them to kind of lose so that way it wouldn't sound disingenuous. And yes, I I had the Vikings winning this game, and they completely and utterly lost it in horrifying fashion to the Eagles. I know what the box score says, that you know they had scored 14 points, or not the 14 points, but they were 28 of they the score was 28 to 34 it was a close game and wow look they scored 14 points in the fourth quarter in garbage time you know they they weren't going to win that game especially when the eagles were able to score 14 points in the third quarter after being up seven so they weren't going to win that game here's the thing right here's my two cents about this game and even though the Vikings didn't win it, they kind of confirmed it for me when they went up against the Eagles. Hey, Vikings are going to be a terrible team this year. I mean, they're going to be really, really bad. And I was like, maybe they would win their division. They're super far behind. I don't like how Kevin O'Connell calls the game. It seems as if Kevin just, I mean, he tried to get Alexander Madison in the game so many times late. And I just, I was, I don't understand why we have Justin Jefferson and Jordan Addison. You know, I know Justin had 11 receptions for 159 yards. I know Jordan Addison had three receptions for 72 yards and a touchdown. But to me, it's like there needed to be more usage out of them. And I mean, Alexander Madison got eight carries for 28 yards. I, you know what? You know what the problem is? First and foremost, I'm being unrealistic because their passing, their production from the passing game was was as great as you can possibly get it. They just don't have anything else, and that was kind of my concern that I was unfortunately unable to properly articulate here um, over the last couple of months but the Vikings they have nothing they don't have any type of ability to stop the run 
They have Daniil Hunter who can rush the pass, but he's kind of their only good defensive player now. And they just essentially over the last two to three years got rid of all of their players uh, that were left over from the run, the NFC Championship run in 2017. They got rid of all those guys last two, three years. And now they're kind of stuck with whatever this is now. And it's not very good. I don't know what their plan is. I would love for Caleb Williams to go to Minnesota. Love it. Love it if he goes to Minnesota. Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, the GM for the Vikings, is just terrible. I mean, he really is. I'm a bit shocked at how terrible he is. Sorry, I had to take a swig of my water. When the Vikings drafted Jordan Addison in the in the draft, I scratched my head and I asked the question, why? And the reason for this was, simply put, because I felt that they needed more defensive players. They don't really have a run stuffer. They don't really have an additional pass rusher. They don't really have an elite corner. It's <clears throat> It's shocking to me just how much the Vikings lack everywhere else outside of the passing game. And Kirk Cousins, as much as the rumors are probably true about Minnesota looking to move on from Kirk Cousins after this year, they have not lost these games because of Kirk Cousins. And again, I, I also understand that Kirk Cousins had a lot of production in garbage time. Like, trust me, I just saw the game a couple of hours ago. You don't need to tell me that he was great in garbage time because he was great in garbage time and kind of met everywhere else, especially in the second half in the third quarter where the Eagles essentially took like a 20 plus lead against the Vikings. It was horrible, but Kirk's not the reason why they're losing. He really isn't. It's their God awful defense that gave up 34 points against the Eagles tonight on almost 200 rush from DeAndre Swift. I I don't fucking get it. I I don't understand how they're so bad at stopping stuff in the run. I don't understand how they can't and they they have who did they play up against last week? They played up against Tampa Bay. They find new ways to lose, man. You know that saying, you know, Guys find new ways to win every single week, et cetera, et cetera. You know, if it's not the offense, it's the defense. It's If it's not the defense, it's the offense. You know, the positive connotation of that quote, it's kind of the opposite. There's a negative connotation with that quote. Guys find new ways to lose. If it's not the running game this week, it's the passing game last week. You know what I mean? It's unbelievable. I don't know what the Vikings do from here outside of in the next couple of years firing their head coach and GM that kind of just seems like an automatic uh, an automatic just like leap or conclusion to draw just yeah we're just gonna fire our head coach and our GM this season though they need to make a push for Caleb Williams they're already 0-2 they're probably not gonna make it to the playoffs I think this is it I think this is the moment where you get your quarterback and you take over the the division with 
Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson. Speaking of which, he's been fantastic. He's, I mean, he's on pace right now to break the Jerry Rice single season record and get over 2,600 yards. I don't think that happens. I don't even know if he will break the single season record, but Justin has been fantastic. It's not Justin who you need to pay. It's your entire crappy defense. Moving on to the Eagles. Eagles secondary is terrible. This is the second week in a row where I've seen their defense give up a crap ton of production to a lot of different guys. Darius Slay is just not the same guy anymore. I've seen him get beaten by Kendrick Bourne. I've seen him get beaten by Kayshawn Bouti. I've seen him get beaten. Like This is the second bad week for him, and this is a team that just cannot compete offensively, or maybe not offensively, but defensively with the Eagles, who they had a shaky performance as well, kind of like down the stretch, but they did enough where the margins for victory for the Vikings were small, but I just, I've never felt, I mean, and Darius got away with a lot of holds today, but I've never felt that Darius was doing a good job at all against Justin Jefferson or even Jordan Addison. And when I saw James Bradbury was on the injury report list, I was like, okay, Minnesota is going to really lay into the Eagles. And they didn't. They didn't at all. And that's why they lost tonight. Oy vey. Eagles are... Eagles... I don't want to say Eagles are done. The Vikings are done. The Eagles will probably make it to the playoffs, and mark my words, second round loss, I'm feeling for the Eagles at this point. I just think that they're overrated. I think they're kind of like Minnesota in the sense of they have two wins, but they probably should have lost against the Patriots if the Patriots didn't have really two turnovers by Mac Jones. It was a bad interception in the sense of a guy like... The, like a ball deflects off a guy's hands, and I think he goes for a pick six, and the Ezekiel Elliott fumble. If those two things don't happen, I think they win the game. And then tonight, Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. I think Kirk, did he, th- he didn't throw an interception. I think a guy fumbled the ball. And then, oh, Kirk, I think, fumbled a football. He was in the pocket. Kirk fumbles it. They recover it inside the Vikings, like, 15, 20-yard line. That's what happened. Regardless, um, Eagles, I think, are essentially the new Vikings, and the Vikings should tank for Caleb Williams. I think the Eagles are overrated. I think they'll lose to both Dallas and the Niners this season. And in Dallas's case, Dallas may sweep them. So get ready for that. Get ready for the Cowboys to go up against the 49ers in both the regular season and the postseason. Get ready. Anyways, I'm going to go through this really, really fast because I want to go to sleep. And I mean, as soon as I get off the podcast, I'm ordering a bunch of shit because I want to make sure that none of this shit gets sold out like immediately. Anyways, Bengals at Browns, terrible game, monsoon in Cleveland didn't matter. Dak Prescott played in a monsoon and he played really well. <clears throat> we'll see what happens with Joe this weekend because Joe had a absolutely awful game. He didn't have a hundred. Oh God. He goes up against the Ravens. That will be an interesting game. I think they'll lose to the Ravens again and then they'll go. Oh, two. 
A lot of teams that really shouldn't be 0-2. And then check this out. Bengals, they go up against, their schedule looks a lot harder than it did in the regular season, or excuse me, in this preseason. They go up against the Ravens and the Rams next two weeks. I mean, that could be two losses right there. Their offensive line stinks. And Aaron Donald already looks like he is in rare midseason form. We'll see what happens with all those wide receivers that the Rams got or kind of a lack thereof, I guess, and if they can keep up that production, which I doubt that they can, but wow, two hard back-to-back games in the next two weeks, but um, this past weekend, they just, they were not very good. Three to 24 Browns over the Bengals. Texans at Ravens, kind of a predictable game. Lamar kind of struggled for the initial bits of it, but he was able to recover 25 to 9 against the Texans. CJ Stroud struggled because the Texans are terrible. Bucks versus Vikings. Kind of an, I mean, it was an upset. Bucks won against the Vikings 20 to 17. Vikings just, I mean, check out these numbers. These numbers from Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson are insane. Kirk Cousins had 344 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Justin Jefferson had nine receptions for 150 yards, and they lost the the game by three points. It's like they just don't score in the red zone. They'll get so much production out of Justin, and they just won't score. And and they have Jordan Addison, and they kind of just – they don't really know how to use him as well. It's – it's really, really weird sometimes. It's really, really weird to watch them play, the Vikings. But hey, Bucks over the Vikings, I guess. Panthers at Falcons. Bryce Young had had a relatively okay game for a rookie, but the box score won't show that. Got blown out almost pretty much. 10-24 to 24 was the final score. He has a good future in front of him. I like some of the decision-making that he made. He threw some interceptions but he's a rookie so he kind of gets a pass kind of but not really Atlanta we'll see long term I mean Tampa Bay has a little bit of life because Baker I mean Baker won on Saturday or on Sunday you kind of got to give him credit for it so you know congrats to both the Bucks and the Panthers and the Falcons for winning their game Cardinals at Commanders Commanders won it barely though it was getting close down the stretch, down the wire. Commanders are in trouble. We'll see what happens. I mean, Sam Howell had like one or two good drives, and then for the majority of the drives or the majority of the game, he was kind of meh, in all honesty. But they were able to ink it out. They were able to pull it out, 20-16. to 16. Cardinals were close, though. Jags, kind of the same situation, except they were able to win a lot more convincingly, 31-21. to 21 where it was looking kind of bad at times, but they were able to ink it out against Anthony Richardson, who deserves a nice little tip of the cap for really almost beating a team that he definitely should not have. So, in week one, 49ers at Steelers. 49ers won it very similarly to the Cowboys, 30-7. to Very convincing fashion, very easy win for the 49ers. Titans at Saints. I didn't really watch this game because it's kind of a snooze fest between two teams that don't really matter. 16 to 15. Do you care about that game? Because I don't. And I don't. Raiders versus Broncos, 17 to 16. Yeah, okay. Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, their their asses are kind of grass right now. They got to figure some shit out. If they lose, who do they play up against this weekend? Denver. 
they play up against the Commanders. If they lose to the Commanders, man, which I don't think will happen, that's a yikes. Like, everything will be reevaluated. Russell Wilson will be reevaluated. Uh, Sean Payton will be reevaluated. It's just like, why do you guys, why are you guys losing to teams that you really should not be losing to? That's what they're going to say. It's just like, why are you, why do you suck? And like, not in in nicer uh, ways, you know what I mean. In nicer ways to say that they're gonna be like, "Hey, uh, why do you suck at your job?" Anyways, Eagles at Patriots. We've kind of talked about a little bit Eagles beating the Patriots, but the Patriots playing a really really stellar game. Rams at Seattle. What a surprise! Seattle is kind of a, a crap show. With Geno Smith and everybody shouldn't have been like, everybody shouldn't have projected that Geno Smith was this great, you know, up and coming new quarterback that can bail out the team because he is not, he is not, stop pretending like he is, Jesus Christ, he is not very good, 30 to 13, Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks shout out to Tua 36 to 34 against the Dolphins they absolutely destroyed them absolutely fantastic uh job by Seattle or not Seattle but the Dolphins I'm losing my train of thought because I'm exhausted but the Dolphins clearly beating the um the Chargers barely though but Yikes, man. Chargers defense played like crap. Chargers, who's, by the way, Chargers defense played like crap. Who's essentially, like, directed by the head coach, which that's weird. I, You know what I think is interesting about the Chargers? Kellen Moore potentially becoming the head coach long-term for them if Brandon Staley can't, like, I don't want to say get it done this year, but if he cannot if he can't do basic things like not give up 40 points almost to a team opening weekend that he had months and months and months to prepare for, if he can't figure that one out, then I don't, I don't know what he's doing. I don't know how long of a job, how much longer of a job he's going to have Packers at bears 38 to 20. Wow. 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 Shout out to everybody that's like, um, hey, you know how, you know how uh, Justin Jefferson is this awesome quarterback and he's going to be awesome and he's going to be great and 38 to 20. And let me just check the box score really fast. Yeah, kind of. When the game got out of reach, Bears started to make their miraculous comeback scoring 14 points in the second half after only scoring three. Not three, but six. They weren't ever in the game. They really weren't. Oh, gosh. Another thrashing by the Green Bay Packers. Dallas versus the Giants. What more needs to be said about that game? 40 to zero. Really nothing. Bills at Giants or Bills at Jets kind of is like the opposite of the Cowboys game where Dak Prescott didn't put his team in harm's way. 
Josh Allen only put his team in harm's way and lost the football game. Anyways, I'm that 30 minutes felt like two and a half hours. I'm exhausted. I will sleep in tonight. Thank God. I will see you tomorrow. 24th podcast.